Welcome to Growing Farms and Families with Adam and Kelly, where their goal is to help you successfully enrich your farming enterprise while cultivating family health and well-being. Now, here's your hosts, Adam Huber and Kelly Burgess. Thanks for tuning in again to Growing Farms and Families podcast with Adam and Kelly. I'm Kelly, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join us again on this episode of Growing Farms and Families. Uh, We really appreciate you listening in over the last several months and hope you've been enjoying our episodes so far. Uh, But if you have been a little bit, you know, if you're over my health observances and nutrition (laughs) month and heart month, if you're a little bit over that, we'll have some good news for you today because today we're talking with Adam about a more agriculture related topic. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I don't think any of your stuff has been boring. (laughs) I don't know what you're thinking. But anyways, we are going to talk a little bit today. Um, so was it last month we talked some about planting your garden? Yes. Um, and so hopefully you've, you've kind of took that in, into consideration. Mm-hmm. You've kind of, you know, written out a plan on, drew it out on a piece of paper, kind of figured out where you're going to put your garden at. Right. Uh, maybe you already maybe got some of your soil samples. Maybe ordered some stuff. Maybe ordered mm. your seed. Um, and really just kind of got an idea of what you want to do uh, this year for your garden. Yeah. And so um, with that being said, today we're going to get a little, go into it a little bit. Uh, we're going to go in depth more a little bit depth, more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If I could talk. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're going to talk about transplants today. Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, that involves, uh, we're going to talk about two different aspects of transplants. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about, um, growing your own transplants. The DIY method. Right, the DIY, <laughs> do it yourself. And then we're also going to talk about um, whenever you go to a nursery to to purchase transplants, what mm-hmm. you should be looking for, um, you know, uh, some things that you might ask the nursery grower mm-hmm. um, and things like that. So that's basically kind of the overview of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Um, so we can, uh, you know, we can get started Let's and get jump started. right into the information. Let's jump in. That's so right. if we were going to grow our own transplants mm-hmm. um that's something that we can do a little bit more ahead of time than if we were going to buy right so that's why we'll talk about that first so if you're going to grow your own um <clears throat> i guess so at that point you're starting with seeds that's correct so you're making the transplant <clears throat> that you're eventually going to put outside right so yeah, what kind of things do we need to be yeah doing? so you're you're basically starting from from scratch is okay. what we're talking about whenever we're you know mm-hmm. we're going to grow our own transplants and I think first we just talk about the benefits of, okay. you know, why yeah, we should sure. grow our own. Right. And, I mean, obviously it takes a little more time. Right. So yeah, it's a little bit more hands-on, more involved um, with, with growing your own transplants, mm-hmm. but there is a, a, you know, a pro to growing your own. And, yeah. and that is basically uh, you can grow the specific variety or species of hmm. plant that, that you really like. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of times we might go to the nursery and we're, you know, mm-hmm. there might be thousands of plants in the nursery mm-hmm. um, and you're going down the row, you're looking, you can't find what you want and you get frustrated. And so mm-hmm. you just pick up whatever, you know, yeah. whatever um, you, you just know you got a tomato plant. I was going to say, <laughs> I know we always use tomatoes for examples on our show, right. but everybody has their own favorite kind of tomatoes. Yeah. I know that you, Adam, have your favorite variety of tomatoes that you really like. I do. So I like the 
if I can think of what the name of it is. I know what it is. You don't even know <laughs> what it called? is. Cherokee it? Purple. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah, the Cherokee Purple. Those are those are my favorite ones. Yeah, they they're a, a larger type of tomato. Mm-hmm. Um, really good for like putting on sandwiches and and hamburgers and stuff like that. Yeah, they're, they're delicious. Me on the other hand, I really like the pineapple tomatoes. Okay, yeah. Which I know the first time I didn't even know about these until just a couple of years ago. But once I found out, I'm I am very all in on the pineapple tomatoes now. Okay. But they're also, you know, a really big juicy tomato and they're super right. sweet. Um, but anyways, all that to say, those are kind of special varieties yeah. that you might not see just in your average right. store. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That, like I said, you know, that that's definitely the, the most beneficial thing as far as growing your own uh, transplants is you're mm-hmm. going to get the exact variety and species that you want. Mm-hmm. You're going to be plum happy whenever you go to the garden, mm-hmm. you know, later in the season and you got, you know, a big juicy, whatever it is growing there. And you know that, you know, it's the one that you wanted. Yeah, exactly. And is there a cost savings with growing <laughs> your own transplants too? There could be, uh, it really just depends on, you know, um, obviously, there can be cost savings, but mm-hmm. there's a little bit more work involved. Yeah. So time versus the cost. time versus cost. What, yeah. you know, however you, if you're a hands-on person like I am, mm-hmm. you know, um, I really like growing stuff. Yeah. It might not so, really bother you, you know, um, but mm-hmm. if you don't have time for, you know, going and purchasing those at a, a nursery is probably the better option for you. Okay. But you know, if you're kind of a pick, you're, you know, pretty picky person, mm-hmm. um, and have to have a certain stuff, yeah. uh, then this might be the best route for you. Yeah. So, you know, I'm laughing poison. because you said if you're a picky person, <laughs> yeah. and I just couldn't help but thinking of the little jingle that's like choosy moms choose GIF, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> choosy right. people grow their own transplant. Right. There Anyways, you go. There enough you go. said. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, getting back to our transplants here, mm-hmm. so we're growing our own. Um, there is a, a con to growing your own okay. too. Um, and it really depends on how well you're taking care of them and the mm-hmm. uh, space that you have available and, and things like that as far as growing conditions and things. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if you don't have the correct um, light, mm-hmm. uh, temperature, uh, water source, um, things like that, mm-hmm. then you're going to have lower quality transplants and you might not get what you want at the end you know what i'm saying you might go through all this work and be disappointed right yeah Yeah. so you know take that into consideration that's a big thing Mm -hmm. um but like say you know um so it kind of sounds like one of those things that like if you're gonna do it make sure you do it right like have the right equipment follow the recommendations and you can and you can grow transplants indoors you grow them Mm -hmm. outdoors depends on what kind of facility that you've got um but if you are going to grow them inside um like I said, we need to make sure that we've got, uh, whether that be uh, a little greenhouse inside, you mm-hmm. know, you can purchase those for pretty cheap, you know, online, yeah. um, making sure that you've got, uh, like I said, a correct water source mm-hmm. and then make sure that once you do get your seeds planted, yeah. um, don't plant them too deep. Don't plant them too shallow. There's a lot of things mm-hmm. that go into it. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, and just making sure that you, like I said, the, the most important thing really with starting transplants is, is temperature and light. That's the most important thing. Um, and whether that's growing them inside or outside. Mm-hmm. Now, whenever I talk about growing your transplants uh, outside, that means mm-hmm. like in a little greenhouse outside or a cold frame or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not actually putting our 
trays that we've got them planted in mm-hmm. out on the porch. Okay. They're actually inside of a structure. They're still enclosed. Right. Because you, like I said, you have to have that heat. Yeah. The heating element is like said, one of the most important things. Okay. Um, like I said, then, you know, watering and things like that is, you know. Also important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there anything else about growing your own transplants? Like any other than like a little greenhouse, like supplies or just other things that people need to think about? Right. Yeah. So, you know, basically uh, your potting mix or media, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of important. Okay. Um, and, and even, uh, once those, uh, whenever you, whenever you go to buy mm-hmm. like a starter mix, you, you can go to a local co-op or, you know, a garden center and kind of, you can ask the people there, what's mm-hmm. the best. Cause there's a lot of different options for oh, you. Oh, for sure. It's definitely overwhelming, especially right. if you don't know what you're looking yeah. for. Yeah. And, and also, you know, whenever you start, mm-hmm uh the transplants and start your seeds mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you're starting them in the smaller sailed uh, trays okay so like a, a four or six pack tray uh-huh. um that's what you want to start those in and then mm-hmm. once they get bigger you can either transplant the transplants uh-huh. into a larger container or yeah. um, by that time they may be ready to actually harden off and then actually be planted outside Go outside mm-hmm. okay Gotcha. Yeah. So that, you know, that, that's something to keep in mind as well. Yeah. All right. So let's move on a little bit. Um, if you are not growing your own transplants, right. if you're going to decide <clears throat> to purchase your transplants, yeah. there's definitely some consumer smarts that goes into <clears throat> that too. Um, you have to know what you're looking for once again. So right. what, what are you looking for when you're going to buy transplants? Yeah. So whenever you go to the nursery and you're, you know, you found the, the variety that you really want and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, it's, it's a really good idea to, to look at and look at the, uh, the stem okay. of that particular, all of the plants in that particular tray. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're thick, they're kind of uh, really green and dark, like have a dark color. The leaves have a dark color to them. Mm-hmm. They, then that means that they're a good plant. You know, okay. if they are really thin, they're kind of yellow looking, kind of like a got a greenish tint, wilty. <laughs> then those are plants that you kind of want to stay away from. Okay. Even if you've got, just say you've got, I guess, a six pack, a mm-hmm. cell of six, and you've got two of them in there that are real spindly looking and, yeah. you know, real thin stems, and but the rest of them are, you know, pretty decent looking. You probably yeah. want to stay away from those. Okay. Because eventually, you know, as those plants do get bigger, then mm-hmm. those ones that are not as good looking, they're eventually going to die and you're going to be wasting your money. Okay. So, yeah, making sure that, dark green leaves mm-hmm. thick stem okay um and then the leaf uh the leaves make sure that they've got uh, plenty of leaf uh growth okay so if you you know if you've got a plant that's got looks like some leaves missing or something like that you definitely mm-hmm. want to stay away from those okay but one important thing too is looking uh for insect damage or insects themselves okay so like um a lot of times you might see uh, in the greenhouse or n- mm-hmm. in nursery setting, you might see aphids and white flies and maybe some spider mites or things like that. Okay. Um, and that, that's something you want to stay away from. So okay. how you find those is obviously mm-hmm. sometimes you're going to be able to just look at the plant and say like, well, something's been eating on it, yeah. you know, um, but a lot of times you might buy some plants and you mm-hmm. get them home and then, uh, you set them outside and you, you go and you look at them and they've got little bugs all over them mm-hmm. that that can be avoided so yeah especially like with aphids that's a really common mm-hmm. uh, insect that you might see um on yeah. transplants 
And so aphids really like the underside of the leaves of the okay. plants. So whenever you're going through and you're going through the transplants, flip the leaf over mm -hmm. and, and look and make sure that there's not any little aphids crawling around or anything like that. Okay. So that's, you know, that's the, the best tip for as far as, you know, finding transplants, making sure that they're healthy mm -hmm. um, and things like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, that's really, really helpful. Um, so let's pretend like we already went and we picked out some great transplants, either that, or we have our own transplants grown mm -hmm. right. um, and they're hardened off. They're ready to put in the ground. Yep. So what does the process look like of actually doing the transplant itself? Right. And you mentioned hardened off and we didn't, we didn't uh, talk about what that was. Oh, okay. Let me, sorry. Let me talk about that <laughs> real quick uh, and kind of explain to you what that is because okay. you might hear harden off and you're like, what in the world does that mean? Uh -huh. uh, so basically what that means is, so you have your transplants, whether they're, you've just purchased them mm -hmm. um, or you've, you know, got them in your little greenhouse or however, mm -hmm. whatever the situation may be. Uh, basically what hardening off is, is kind of weaning them from that greenhouse setting into the natural setting outside where you're going to be planting those. Okay. If you're putting them like, uh, in a, uh, a conventional garden outside or mm -hmm. a container garden, raised bed or whatever. So, I mean, they're going to be outside unless you've right. got them in a little, uh, you know, greenhouse under grow lights that you're going to grow them in yeah. that way. Uh, but basically hardening off is taking those plants, setting them outside into that cooler environment, mm -hmm. giving them starting, uh, start giving them less water, okay. um, just so they kind of get used to that natural environment mm -hmm. um, and those cooler temperatures. Because okay. if you just take a plant from that's been in a, you know, a 87 to 90 degree mm -hmm. uh, greenhouse its whole life, then you just stick yeah. it out in this, you know, 65 degrees, it's going to get shocked. And then yeah. the plant's really going to uh, probably uh, more than likely die or mm -hmm. it's just really going to be unhealthy. So yeah. that's kind of what hardening off means. Okay. Gotcha. So, I mean, I wouldn't be happy if I'd been right. at my 90 degree uh, <laughs> beach side and then all of a sudden you just throw me right. into the cold. Either, right. It's so. like going from Florida to Alaska. Right. You know, pretty much <laughs> what it would be like. Yeah. Um, so, so you do that process as part of the transplant. Correct. Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, so your, the, the next part of your question was how to plant them, mm -hmm. how to plant the transplant, right? Yeah. Okay. So the first thing that you need to think about is the time of day. Okay. Um, cause normally whenever we're talking about our summer crops, you know, uh, we're going to be planting those in the warm months of the year. It's going to be pretty mm -hmm. hot. Um, so we want to think about, uh, like I said, the time of day. So you don't want to go out at 12 o'clock whenever the sun's scorching, it's 95 degrees, mm -hmm. you know, you're out there sweating um, because that plant, um, whenever you stick it in the ground, it's just really getting all that heat. Too much. Too much heat at one time yeah. and it's going to start wilting and it's going to be a bad situation. Okay. So early morning or late afternoon is the best time okay. uh, whenever it's more shaded and things okay. like that less intense yeah yeah you're not getting that you know that uh that heat you know just beaming down right. on the plant um the next thing you need to think about too is putting uh before you go and transplant it into the ground mm -hmm. uh soak that root system in okay. water you know maybe that'd be 30 minutes something mm -hmm. like that that way <clears throat> once whenever you get it in the ground your root system it's already, you know, been hydrated. Um, so are you saying water the ground or water the transplant in its soil really well? No, what I'm saying is take you a bucket of water, mm -hmm. put the root system of the transplant, like oh, put see. them into the water. Okay. 
don't don't put the whole plant down in the water where it's mm-hmm. you know above where the leaves sinks, but just yeah. you know put maybe two three inches of water and then stick your transplants in it really hydrates those root systems okay. and then um you go ahead and transplant it and okay. then you can also put water in uh once you get them planted yeah put water, water over the them too. Yeah, yeah water the ground there too uh, you know whenever you are transplanting make sure mm-hmm. that you're handling them very carefully yeah. um you know because they can be uh, kind of brittle sometimes mm-hmm. depending on you know the the health of the plant you don't want to you know, uh, just start jerking them out of the, the cell trays right. um, and, you know, possibly tear one, mm-hmm. uh, tear it in half or break it right. or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, you know, some things to think about. And then also um, think about digging whenever you're actually going to dig your hole for your transplant. Make mm-hmm. sure that um, don't just dig a hole the size of your root system okay. of the transplant um the plug Mm -hmm. Uh, make it a little bit make it a little bit um larger than in diameter than your Mm -hmm. than your root system of your plant uh that way uh it's not so compact because that can cause some compaction and and rooting issues as far as whenever the plant does start to take off okay um it can cause some problems that way and and Mm -hmm. if you've got a really hard uh undersurface um your your roots are not going to be able to to spread out like yeah that makes sense yeah for sure so that that's you know something to think about and also um once you get them planted Mm -hmm. this is very important um put a little bit of fertilizer on them but don't put too much okay so like you know just very very little okay uh, as far as fertilizer goes so like if you're looking at the fertilizer package you don't want to do the whole like concentration or dose that it would say to do right so like most of the time, um, depending on what system, like, so like if you're doing, uh, like drip irrigation system, that's totally different than, mm-hmm. and you can kind of control that a little bit more. Yeah. Um, but whenever we're talking like with our granular fertilizers, mm-hmm. um, on the package, <clears throat> it's going to be really hard to figure out like for this little bee transplant, how much uh-huh. am I supposed to put? <laughs> right. So, you know, Typically, what I do is take like a red solo cup mm-hmm. um, and just barely fill the bottom of it. Okay. Um, where you can still see the white of the bottom of the, mm-hmm. the cup and then put that amount around the uh, the transplants. Okay. And then kind of work that in the soil just a little bit with like okay. a little garden rake or something like that. Hmm. Um, because if you put too much, then you're going to burn the yeah the roots and possibly burn the whole like the stem or something like that and especially with your nitrogen um Mm -hmm. if you get it too close to the stem of the plant Mm -hmm. it it will burn it very quickly especially if it's hot out um so make sure that you're not putting the the fertilizer right on the stem so you want to okay go like six inches away from the stem of the plant and and, then pour in the diamond. put it around mm-hmm. but yeah. not on necessarily right. yeah okay yeah. gotcha well we're running a little low on time i know you wanted to talk a little bit about spacing mm-hmm. so like how far apart they need to be right um do you think you can think you can touch on it kind of quick yeah we'll just go over so, just a couple of the okay. most uh, popular the maybe. most popular popular uh plant species so okay. we'll talk about let's just start with tomatoes yeah uh, as far as plant spacing goes with tomatoes um you just want one transplant in your heel uh, or the hole that you've dug uh-huh. um, and you want those to be 24 inches apart okay from each other gotcha um 
And that's like a 24 inch diameter all around. Diameter. And if you're doing them in rows, um, you want your next row over to mm-hmm. be 36 inches from, oh, I see. from mm-hmm. your, um, or from sorry, the row you're on from. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, so for like, uh, cucumbers, all of your, most of your vining crops, mm-hmm. your cucurbit crops, you want to look at, um, about 24 to 36 inches between plants and okay. then, um, about 30 inches between your rows. Okay. So there's in rows and then there's spacing rows. Mm-hmm. When we talk about the 24 to 30 inches, that would be the in row. Like in the same. This is in the yeah. same row. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then your row spacing yeah it would be the 30 inches okay so and that's pretty common for Mm -hmm. like i said your watermelon your cucumbers your yeah all those kind of crops peppers they're kind of like um tomatoes Mm -hmm. um you want to do uh 14 to 18 inches in row and then your row spacing would be Mm -hmm. 30 to 36 inches okay it's just slightly less than the tomatoes Mm -hmm. sweet corn you're going to look at about a lot of times uh, depending on how many uh, how much sweet corn you're you're growing mm-hmm. you're looking at about six to ten inches um in row okay and your row spacing between your between your rows would be about 30 to 36 inches okay those. so it kind of sounds like that 30 to 36 is yeah. pretty much a good like general yeah if that works for most of them right. as far as between rows yeah between rows yeah okay yeah. awesome well, is there anything else that is just like a burning tip that you wanted to share about transplants or this stage of our gardening prep? <laughs> I think that pretty much covers, uh, you know, what I kind of wanted to talk about today. Um, like I said, just make sure that whenever you, you know, are going out and and doing your doing your transplants and stuff, just make sure that you keep all of this information in mind. Mm-hmm. And if you do have, you know, other questions or whatever, you can, there's a publication. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have publications for everything. <laughs> yes. And this is a super nice one. It's like a magazine. Yes. Yeah. It's like a magazine book of literally everything mm-hmm. you want to know. Yep. And you can go online, go to Google and type this in or the University of Kentucky's website and type it in. Um, it's called ID 128. That's ID 128. And the, the name of the publication is Home Vegetable Gardening in Kentucky. Um, all this information is in there. Pretty much has any information that you want to know mm-hmm. as far as from planting your garden all the way to, to Harvest. harvesting and yeah. storing. So, you know, lots of good information in there. And, and as the months go on, that's what we're going to be talking about is the information that's in here. Mm-hmm. Um so you know we'll kind of we'll kind of walk kind of go through the book and, and all the information that's in here and hopefully you know if you you know have any questions you can contact us at the extension office of course and uh or, or online or however you're listening to the podcast yeah so shoot us a message uh, social media or whatever mm-hmm. um, and we'll be glad to you know help you out yeah and hey i'm gonna leave a quick plug if you've been enjoying our podcast if you if you would like to leave us a rating or a review we would definitely appreciate that so that more people can start listening to yeah. growing farms and families with adam and kelly for sure and we also each one of us have a uh, we keep forgetting to talk about this on our radio uh-huh. we all we both have a mailing list or an email list mm-hmm. that if you want to you know start receiving information from us personally as right. far as uh, allen county extension programs that we're doing mm-hmm. uh, things like that you can give us a uh, a call or shoot us an email yeah. and get put on our our mailing list we have mm-hmm. an ag list fcs homemaker list uh-huh. um you know all the stuff that we're involved with and doing we'd be glad to get you on that list mm-hmm. um and so what we'll, to give you our phone number because you're probably gonna need that if uh-huh. you you know are 
uh, not from Allen County, our phone number at the office is 270-237-3146. You can give us a call on there, uh, comment on our social media pages, mm-hmm. um, contact us any way that you know how, and we'll be glad to help you out. Yep. Well, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard, please take a few seconds to leave a rating and a review on your podcast platform of choice. And in the meantime, be sure to catch our next episode on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Or in the meantime, you can find us weekly on Wednesdays at 7.35 a.m. on Scottsville, Kentucky's 99.3 WVLE. And always remember to support local farms and families in your community.